Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, ECC family, uh, wherever you're at, uh, whenever you're at, we are thrilled to be with you, and we mean that for real. You might be watching this live when it gets dropped on Wednesday, or you might be checking this out a year from now, uh, whatever it is, man, you are liked and we believe uh, that we hope we're able to deliver something the Holy Spirit can use to refresh you and reawaken you to what the Lord's doing in the world today. So today, I am thrilled to have Oliver Denlinger with me. Um, Say hi, Oliver. Hey, guys. (laughs) Well played. Um, Oliver and his wife, Carly, are our co-pastors of youth at this time, man. And if you are used to seeing Oliver's face, it's because at one time he was our assistant youth pastor working with Chris Weber. We've done some changes. Chris Weber's moving into a new role. You'll hear more about that in coming weeks. But all that to say, man, congratulations to you and Carly for this spot, man. Tell us a little bit about why this in this season. Yeah, well, thanks, Jim. Yeah, it truly is just a privilege and a joy to be back. Uh, you know, yeah. it's always it always feels like family here at ECC, yeah. and uh, coming back in, it's just been yeah a warm embrace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just we are so filled with faith uh, yeah. deep in our hearts for what God is doing uh, among the youth in this region, and we just consider it a joy and a privilege to have many um, students and kids from incredible families that are hungry for God, that are looking to yeah. see Him glorified. Um, in their schools, sports teams, any other circles that they're kind of in regularly. And we're just seeing God pour out his spirit among them. So for us to come back into this role, it just felt, it felt right uh, right. to kind of be a mother and a father um, to these kids and to journey with them uh, as they learn from us, as we learn from them. I know. And you too. We continue to pursue the purposes of God in this region. And you too carry a gift of spiritual mother and father. It's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set you up with a question. And, but before you answer it, I'm going to make a little statement that way you have time to think about it. it Uh, What do you bring back to us from YWAM? Now, let me just tell you why I asked that question. If you were part of the service last weekend, you heard the testimony of Glenn Albright about the fact that he went to Dove Westgate and he had a healing experience there. Here he is part of a church, one of the probably churches in this region that presses into healing more than any other, and the Lord takes him to another community. And we decided to talk about that on Sunday and say, isn't it beautiful? Because we are expecting a move in the kingdom of God that's not just about one faith community. Mm -hmm. It's about what God's doing across the spectrum, because that's what it's going to take to have to see a significant move of God in these Mm -hmm. days, is that many Many, many, many movements have to converge, right? So may a thousand flowers bloom when it comes to that. And we are big believers in YWAM Lancaster and who they are in our region. That's who you spend a year uh, journeying alongside in the time between being our assistant youth pastor mm-hmm. and back now as our youth pastor. What do you bring back to us from them in that experience? Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of internally will joke that that uh, time was a little bit of a, a self-declared sabbatical to get some resources. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, That's exactly right. Anyway, so it was definitely a time uh, that Carly and I were honed even more as leaders. And yeah. I think one of the keys that we found that is going to be a beautiful part of us stepping into this role together is kind of the the dance it is for us to lead together. Yeah, it's um, going to be great. Kind of in this capacity as we lead the youth, but then also on the home front and kind of how those worlds collide. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one piece we're bringing back is just an understanding yeah. um, of how do, how we lead together. That's going to be sweet, um, man. And, uh, the, yeah, yeah. You're going to both have collision, but also collaboration. There's going right. to be a collective chorus. There's a lot of good yep. stuff that's going to come out of that. Thank mm-hmm. you for modeling that for us. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I know yeah. Rachel and I, 
cross circles or Rachel, my wife and I cross circles in different administrative settings. Mm-hmm. And we're oftentimes like, I think I like you better when we're just at home hanging out. Right. <laughs> She's like, who are you when you're leading? Right. So all right. that to say, I just think it's a beautiful testimony for these days. Cause I do think that's the kind of ministry that's going to be happening as we move forward. So yeah. Awesome sauce. Um, let you, mm-hmm. Let's dive in, though. Wanted to have you here because you just got done the youth retreat two weekends yeah. ago. I heard it was amazing, man. Tell us a little bit about it. Give us the broad strokes, and then let's dive into what you think God did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll give you a little bit of the 30,000-foot picture. Yeah. Um, really believe we're in a season right now of preparation for us to kind of prepare ourselves um, in kind of a spirit of repentance, get before mm-hmm. the Lord, open ourselves up, allow Him to just make us ready for what it is that he wants to pour out. So Mm -hmm. we had some individuals with us actually from YWAM Lancaster, good friends of Carly and I, Cordell and Savannah Hoyard. They Mm -hmm. were our our weekend speakers. Um, In addition to uh, a few individuals from Lou Angle's uh, ministry that he birthed, uh, Content Global. So they're uh, in some ways the equivalent of circuit riders going around Mm -hmm. college campus to college campus, uh, releasing a message of prayer, fasting, mm-hmm. consecration, and so that was really our theme uh, over the uh, the weekend. Man, that's is, quite the spiritual hey, disciplines to be talking about with the youth right. retreat. I right? mean, it's, it's not flashy, it's not prayer, fast by any means, but yeah. um, but funny. there was there was such a, a hunger to latch onto that, mm-hmm. and such a great response uh, and a recognition of hey. Uh, you know, if if I want God, there's an invitation to draw near to Him, mm-hmm. and James four eight, t- four eight tells us that as we draw near to Him, He is faithful to come and draw near to us. Yeah. Uh, so if I could if I could kind of sum up the weekend in one way, it would be it would be that verse: us drawing near to the heart of God. Yeah, man. Um, Just and, picture and, that, man. Yeah. Two hundred and twenty youth, pl- yep. plus or minus, right? Right. Sitting there and. Uh, now, granted, I know there's also a lot of energies around those weekends. I was there last totally. year or two years ago. How many years? What did COVID do to us, right? I don't remember when it was. was a year ago. It was last year. Well, I thought you were it was with last us. year, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, just the energy and stuff that's just a given because you're putting that much uh, youth in one location. So, of course, you have that. But for the times of consecration and the mm-hmm. times of worship and the times of uh, teaching to be focused mm-hmm. on those spiritual disciplines of what's it mean to ready the vessel that God wants to that's use, right. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. So if uh, if that's the, the preparing of the vessels, what do you think God wants to do through our youth? I mean, I know that's a big question, but what are you sensing as far as he prepares a vessel for a purpose? What are some of the purposes yeah. you're seeing? Yeah, I think, I think recently the Lord's really been um, just bringing me to Psalm 132. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, uh, you know, just... You know, I will not give any sleep to my eyes nor slumber to my eyelids until I find a dwelling place for the Lord, yeah. uh, the mighty one of Jacob. <laughs> so I, I think I think that's the picture I'm getting is us yeah. being fit together as living stones, right? That's right. That's right? And becoming a dwelling place for God, a holy habitation that's right. where his presence dwells. And, you know, really, really believing that. I think one of the prayers of my heart is, would you, God, would you create leaders That's right. as middle schoolers, as high schoolers Dude. that would take initiative and take responsibility yeah. over the brokenness they see in their generation? And I love what, um, I'm, what I'm hearing in that, Oliver, is it's not just about purity um, being made to place for his name to inhabit or his presence. It's about purpose, right? Because right. I've been a part of movements that are just fully entrenched in the holiness stream where it's just mm-hmm. about purity, purity, mm-hmm. purity for mm-hmm. our young people or for anyone in general. But I, I really tend to think that oftentimes purity is linked to purpose, that there yeah. are seasons of life yeah. where doing your purpose helps even 
to cultivate the purity right. and the singular singularity, sing, single mindedness in us, right? Yeah. So I just am thrilled that we're able to say, like, hey, our purpose right now is the presence of the Lord, and it ties in with this prophetic word that hangs over Ephraim Community Church that the name of Jesus yep. or in the presence of Jesus will be on whatever we do. Meaning mm-hmm. that is what we deliver the world is mm-hmm. presence of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then whatever Jesus wants to do in lives, that's cool. But we mm-hmm. are creating a spot for Jesus' presence to yeah. show up. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Above average stuff. I'm a big fan. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's not just it's not just that psalm that David wrote, but even, you know, Second Samuel seven where we're told that as soon as he had rest from war all mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. kings usually build their own cities and things mm-hmm. like that, deepen their own legacy. Instead it says he says, I want to build a temple for my right. God. I live in a house of cedar. He's moving around in a tent. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. time. And so it just, I, I'm thrilled to know that our youth are first and foremost wanting to build a place for God to yeah. meet them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that gets me pretty excited. Now, that's yeah. yours and I view of what's going on. Right. I mean, I'm sitting here representing what I think as ECC, the Lord's doing in our midst of putting his name on us, making us a place of his presence. Uh, you're seeing it in the youth. What are the youth mm-hmm. seeing? Like, do we? Uh, you told yeah. me you have a testimony from some of the youth and their experience. Yeah. What, what would they say? Yeah. So I think I mean we had a lot of reports uh, from the from the weekend of the retreat of just testimonies, right? So this past Sunday night we were together um, as kind of our weekly meeting, our mm-hmm. touch point as youth, and we we had debriefing. We had, what went? Yeah. yeah, we kind of debriefed, kind of touched to some some of the threads that came out through the weekend and just spoke to them. Um, but there we had a. 20 to 30 minute time, uh, students just giving testimony. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was, it was incredible to see, you know, as a leader, you're believing and you're praying and you're planning and you're aligning things to have a desired outcome be fulfilled. Uh, and sure enough through the testimonies, um, you know, you're hearing some of the, the you're not making that that up. You're not making that up. It's like, okay, they're saying Holy spirit is connecting the dots and he's actually doing what we're believing he's going to do. And he's Mm -hmm. answering our prayers. Um, so that was super encouraging, but I just, do you mind if, if Please, we take a minute? It, so Rock and I want to give a shout out to one of our, our senior students, Micah Harnish. Micah, thank so, you. So thank you, Micah. So he's been entrusted with the responsibility every week to come up with a prayer for the education board over in Gateway House of Prayer. So Seven Mountains oh, wow. Education is one yeah. of them. And so he develops his prayer on a weekly basis. And, and it gets did, posted there and then people are praying it out over that are, sphere. Yeah, throughout That's the week, people will pray for it. So he, he kind of took a little bit of a different direction for his prayer last week did a kind of a recap of the retreat and I just, he sent it over to kind of our student ministry team. Oh, and I thought there were some it, profound elements read here it. that he picked up on throughout the weekend. That's wonderful. Um, wonderful. So I'll just read it off here. He said, March 25 to 27 was the iconic encounter youth retreat. As a student, I can even say that it was personally very memorable. One of the things that stood out the most to me was that in previous years, the whole room would erupt in glorious worship. The joy and the energy came from the glory of God and an, in sort of an adrenaline-fueled haze, all of the students would run around in circles on the amp- amphitheater I've floor. I've seen that. You've it's seen awesome. That. I'm sure you have. You're a witness. Uh, the experience is awesome, and I have very fond memories of times like that when I was younger. This year was different, though. Instead mm-hmm. of a hype-filled night, we became quiet and somber. It was like the weight of God had fallen over the room, and we sat in awe as we waited for him. Mm-hmm. We gave up our lives. We said yes to him in a way that we've never done before we began to understand the importance and the necessity of the secret place. We grew closer to God and we began to love him in a new and refreshing way. So we have some more here, but I just want to highlight, it's interesting that he's using kind of the we terminology of like corporately. That's right. This is, this is what God was doing in our midst collectively. He's picking up on that, which I think is key. 
He goes on to say, our minds were blown as we began to realize the love of Christ in a new way. Truly, who can comprehend him and his goodness? This youth retreat was not a weekend of fun and games and messing around. There was plenty of fun. There were Mm. plenty of games. Shout out to Kylie Tyler, who kind of pulled all the games together for the weekend. Uh, but, But we as a youth body were intentional with our time. We did not joke around when it was time to worship. We set our focus on him and we went all in. This weekend wasn't for fun. It wasn't a time filler. We went to learn about God. We went to encounter him. We weren't looking for a moment, a feel-good experience. We didn't get lost in our emotions, and we certainly did not usher in any hype without God. The sessions were about revival and how we each have a part to play in it. If we want it, we cannot wait for others to go after it for us. We must Mm. all unite and go after it together. As a youth, I'm personally tired of having the Jesus high only to simply crash and burn. Hmm. The sessions were also just practical words of advice on how to maintain the fire and zeal for God. I've grown up in Lancaster my whole life, so I cannot compare to the the youth here to other youth in other places, but I personally believe we have something special here. God is planting and stirring things within hmm. our hearts and souls. It's only a matter of time before it's unleashed and the whole world is accountable to the glory of God. That's right. Um, Dude, that's good then, stuff. And then he has man. a prayer there that he ends with. No, uh, so. we're gonna we're gonna end with that prayer if you don't yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, I just okay. What I'm experiencing as I hear it is, um, we're, we're we're not saying that there isn't something when the spirit of God falls and there is hype and stuff in the right. room, but it, right. we also get nervous that we also know that the spirit of God sometimes shows up in stillness, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. usually when we get intimacy and love ministered into mm-hmm. us. You know, not just authority and 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 um, power, right? right? But intimacy and love trickled in. That's what I'm hearing in this: is that something happened where mm-hmm. the stillness of God, um, that that kind of the way His presence just rests and reminds mm-hmm. us of who we are in Him, hit mm-hmm. that room. Oh yeah, yeah. And I can testify. I mean, there was definitely a, a strengthening yeah. uh, found in our hearts uh, and in the room as we simply waited before Him. Um, you know, we Saturday night we probably waited on the Lord, kind of in silence. Yeah, uh, I mean, we had some keys in the backgrounds, but it was just a somber environment, and we were just looking to Jesus, like, dude, Jesus, that's would you would you fill us? That's right. Would you do what you've promised to do? Man, how many times you find so. two hundred twenty youth getting together <laughs> and sitting in stillness, <laughs> right? Letting the Lord minister to them. It's yeah. really beautiful, man. Well done. Mm-hmm. Thrilled to hear it. Thrilled yeah. to hear it. Um, you know, uh, I want to uh, end with that prayer in a minute, but before yeah. we do, I just want to say that last weekend at our pre-service prayer. And in the uh, prophetic ministry that took place leading up to it, I'll remind you that we have um, someone that we feel is gifted in the prophetic who prays every week leading up to the service. They arrive at pre-service mm-hmm. prayer with a word they felt that they had. The word that came this week was very much about the Lord wanting to continue to increase intergenerational ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, not just intergenerational connectedness, which I think most of us would be thrilled just to have that, right. but intergenerational ministry in our midst. And I'm telling you, there's a word for us as a whole community mm-hmm. in that, mm-hmm. um, sitting in and making sure that whatever move God's going to do through mm-hmm. us, because we continue to get yeah. m- words released to us around the release of authority, yeah. signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. I love that it's our youth mm-hmm. who are reminding us, 
hey, and guess what? In just the stillness and the sovereignty of God, we'll encounter his love. Right. And then go forth with that as the mm-hmm. banner over us mm-hmm. is love. Mm-hmm. I'm receiving that from the youth even, um, and mm-hmm. pass that on to them. Thank you. Because yeah, we'll I think we're going to, I want the banner over this thing that's moving forward to be love, and that's a mm-hmm. great reminder. Mm-hmm. Spot on. Now, yeah. um, hey, we just want to say that this upcoming uh, two weeks, we're prepping for Easter. You know, Palm Sunday's this week. We have an exciting weekend where Mission Connect is going to be featured. That's our movement within us that is constantly keeping us uh, engaged with the international church, as well as what's going on in local nonprofits and partners that we're with. So Luke Weaver is going to be speaking this week, the um, director of YWAM Lancaster. Um, Luke, we are praying for you, and we're looking Mm -hmm. forward to hearing your word for us as a regional and international partner. So Mm -hmm. friends, show up expecting to hear on that, and then we're going to follow this week's service with what's called the Mission Connect Fair. It means our big gathering space is going to be full of a lot of our different partners, and you're going to get a chance to hear from them on what it means for them to be partnering with us and vice versa. A lot of fun. I also want to remind you, if you know anyone or if you're interested in being baptized at Easter, we still have a few spots if you're interested. So get in touch with us here at the office, and we'd love to make something come together. So, Oliver, close us out with Micah's prayer. Micah's prayer. Father, we thank you for all that you're doing. Mm. We repent for being passive in the revival that you are bringing to the world. Help us to see things how you see them mm. and to know what you're calling us to do. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Community